happy day after the 4th of July. Welcome to the Melanated Way. We are covering the Family Chantel, episode five from season four. Unusual and highly suspect. Shout out, better days, crystal, all the things. Um, bottom of your screen where you can support the show. Make sure you like, subscribe, all the good stuff. Listen, you guys, I don't understand. I think my question of the day is why do you think Pedro is being so mean? Do you think that he is just over his marriage? Do you think this is all fake for TV? But it's hard to like continue to just be so mean. Like he's being so mean to Chantel. I, I'm trying to like wrap my mind around it. Anyways, <clears throat> we're in Atlanta. Chantel, as we know, is BSN. RN, registered nurse, all the things. And we know that Winter just recently had that uh, bariatric surgery. And so Chantel's helping Winter with nutritional supplements, all the things. And she wants to really protect her marriage because she knows that her family, if they start thinking poorly of, of Pedro, we even know how long it took them to accept Pedro, how long it took them to be like, yeah, He's all right, and he's part of our family. They We went through, what, three seasons of them really not wanting him to be part of it and testing him and questioning him and fighting with him. And finally, they're all on the same page, and now Chantel and Pedro are not on the same page. So I kind of understand why she's trying to protect that because, you know, Mama Karen's coming up with her boxing gloves already. Um, so they're in like a health food store and one of the things i didn't know and maybe uh midwife crystal can answer this but i i know that there's a specific diet that you have to have before the bariatric surgery but afterwards uh winter was talking about how she's sick of just having chicken and vegetable broth and my question i guess is how long after surgery can you not have solid foods so do you have to like continue to just have liquids and broths and all of that stuff and if so, for how long afterwards before you can start eating? Is it a month? Is it a couple of weeks? Um, Crystal says, I really hope Pedro is laying it in thick with the acting. He's doing a bit too much facts. And Better Days, hey, Stevie. It says, I hope it's just drama for the show. He is off the chain. Facts. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm hoping it. it's just a small fight that is amplified for the show. But like I said, it's really hard to keep that level of negativity up day in and day out. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. Uh, Chris, if you can answer that question, that'd be great. Like how long after bariatric surgery can you start eating like solid foods or do you have to be off of solid foods for like a month or however long? I'm, I'm not sure. So anyways, we also find out that Winter's dating. So the Soldier Boy 2.0, the Masoma guy, he's out because it took him five minutes to already ask for financial help and a phone and cologne and all this stuff. And she's like, fuck that. What you're not about to do is be the Nigerian scammer that scams me from abroad. I haven't even met you in real life. Where's your money, Right. So she bounced him out, but she's now dating this new guy, Chris, which you guys, let me tell you a little something, something, because I saw the preview at the end of the episode and, you know, we Africans have like a vibe and she is absolutely into her African man, but I'm glad that she met an African man that's local, right? That's in Atlanta, but she is loving the African flavor and I cannot be mad at her. Go ahead with the African men because they are sexy. Um, Crystal answers the question. I think it's full liquids first few weeks and then it shifts to pureed food for maybe two to four weeks and then soft food. Wow. That's definitely a whole, a whole commitment, right? So liquids for a few weeks, it's just liquids, 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 week one, week two. And then pureed foods, so like like baby type foods, so pureed apples and what else can you pure? Carrots and peas and all of that stuff. And then soft foods. Wow. Well, I mean, if you want to make a lifestyle change, you have to fully commit to it, right? So 
<clears throat> Hi, Raydella. I'm sending. I'm in the bushes. Hi, Raydella. I'm sending so much love to you in the bushes. <laughs> um, and so Winter's dating. Winter's dating while she's going through this physical transformation. She's dating as well. And so she's dating this new guy, Chris. She went on a date with him. And the question she has for her sister is, how do you know when a man is marriage material? And I thought Chantel's answer was very interesting. And, and I'm going to ask you guys um, what you think. For those of you who are married, those of you who are not married, those of you thinking about being married, what and how do you know someone is marriage material? Let me know in the live chat. Let me know in the comments below. According to Chantel, one, do they have a uniform? If they have a uniform, they have a job. If they have a job, then they can help provide. So boom, A, that's the first thing you look for. Second, um, throw the looks out. Looks are, are useless, according to Chantel. Don't look for a guy that looks good, or, or I'm just going to say a person that looks good when you're looking for a partner. Throw that out. It's about how he treats you. How does the other person treat you? That is according to Chantel. And third is compatibility. So does the person have a uniform? Do they have a job? Doesn't matter what they look like as long as it's all about how they treat you and are you compatible with them? Those are the three things. Do you agree with those three things? Do you want to add anything, subtract anything? Tell me in the live chat. Tell me in the comments if you're watching the replay. How do you know someone is marriage material? Crystal said, sounds like Chantel didn't follow her own advice. Winter, tread lightly. That's funny. Um, I think that, again, my four things, rather than just this uniform and all this stuff, when you're getting serious with someone and you're thinking about marriage, you have to talk about religion. What role does religion play in your life? You have to talk about children. Do you want children? Do you not want children? Is that important to you? I think sex is important. You have to be sexually compatible. You have to talk about how you look at sex, how you have sex, how often you have sex, how often you don't have sex. I think that's important. And I think that financial responsibility is important. How do you look at money? How do you treat money? How do you save money? How do you spend money? What are you looking to do with money in the future? I think those things are all important when you're looking for a forever mate. I think that compatibility is absolutely important. I think that's a main thing. And also how you communicate. Do you communicate the same way with your partner so that you can always be communicating in your relationship because relationships are ebbs and flows, right? And so you have to be able to be open and honest and feel safe and secure in your relationship so that you can be openly honest with whatever it is that's going on with you. I think those things are important. <clears throat> Better Day says it was a gut feeling for me and we're 14 years in. He is kind, motivated, and caring. Love it. So kindness, motivated, and caring. Love it. We'll add that to the list. So... <clears throat> Like Crystal said, Chantel, we don't know if you followed your own advice because here we are. She says that she doesn't know what she has with her husband because she thought she had all the things that she was looking for. And she doesn't know who she's married to now because this new guy, and I agree, this new guy that showed up, Pedro, who is this Pedro? Because this Pedro is mean. This Pedro is vindictive. This Pedro is like consciously making the effort to be nasty towards his wife, which I find crazy because if you guys have followed the show, we're in season four. If we follow the show, she supported him when no one else would support him. Even with her family drama and his family drama and all the things, she stood by her man. She, even to the detriment of having issues with her family, she stood by her man. When he, she was in school and he was working at the warehouse, you know, she still worked while she was in school. So they were on the grind together. And I think the part that I, I feel like Pedro doesn't realize or understand is like Chantel is no longer on the grind. She's in her career. 
And let's not act like a nursing career is easy. Like, hey, she's only working three days, 12 hour shifts, and those are easy shifts, boom. Do you know how much nurse, think about the pandemic we went through and how nurses and doctors were the front line and how hard they work and how many hours they work and how many personalities they have to deal with. Plus they're dealing with sometimes life and death situation. They're dealing with people at their worst and lowest moments. So they're nurses, yes, in the medical field, but they're also like therapists and cheerleaders and consolers and all of the things. So if on her day four, she wants to take some downtime to regroup and, and refocus her energy so she can go out there the next day and do it again, then I think that that should be okay. And so Pedro's brand new in his career and he feels like, oh, Everything that's in the home life is on Chantel. Chantel's not cleaning enough. Chantel's not cooking enough. Chantel, Chantel's not doing all this. But how did you set up your relationship? In the last four and five years that you were together, who did what in the relationship and why just moving into a new place? What has changed, Pedro? Because you know your wife. You've been with her for years. You know how she is. So now you have a house and you have a career and all of a sudden you want the dynamics to change. Well, did you have a conversation with your wife about how the dynamics should change? And here's the thing. If you're both in your careers now, you both can afford to hire someone to come clean the house once a week. If that is such your focus and you realize that it's not being done enough to your standard, then how about hire someone to do it so that this is not the 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 focus of the contention in the, in the marriage unless you're not mad about the cooking and cleaning you're just making it the outlet krista says i don't like this pedro at all i mean i'm glad he likes his job but it's coming off nasty i agreed with you also nursing hours is crazy if i work three 12-hour shifts in a row i'm not functional the whole first day off that's what i'm saying and you're you're getting this from a nurse right here out of the lips of a, of a, a registered nurse midwife. She's saying the same thing as, as Chantel. Like you're putting out a lot of energy. You're taking care of other people. 12 hour shifts are long hours, long days back to back to back. So your next day off. Yeah. You want to take a minute to regroup. And I don't understand why Pedro doesn't understand that. I, I really don't. Um, <clears throat> so, they're still in the store and shopping around for healthy foods. And, you know, Chantel wants to know the nitty gritty about her sister's dating life. You know, whether she's done the deed, had that sexy, sexy time. And what I loved about seeing this in this scene is that this whole four years that we've seen Chantel, I've always felt that she was a little bit more reserved. You know what I mean? Like a little bit more like, mm. and we see her like let loose a bit. And I don't know if it's because she was with her sister and she just felt more open, but I like seeing this part of Chantel where she was more like fluid, more just having a good time and not worried about everything else. Like, you know, whatever it is, like less, less like with the tight reserve Chantel, more like the open, having a nice time with her family Chantel, which I thought was, was nice to see. That moment to me was nice to see because we don't really see it often with her. Um, and Winter's like, you know, we probably messed around a little bit, a little bit here and there, but she doesn't really want to have sex with someone until she's in love. So she's going to take her time, which I think is a great idea for her because she's also re learning herself. She's going through a major physical transformation and it has to be mind, body, and soul. So I think that her not, you know, jumping into the next relationship, the next physical relationship and all the things is fine. Right, because in all of that, she already has her own stuff to deal with. And I also think, too, that um, it's okay to date. She was in a seven-year relationship, and she was very young. So date, date multiple people, like Chantel said. See what you like, what you don't like, what you're looking for, what you're not looking for, your pros, your cons, all that stuff. And you're not going to know that without a little bit of experience and dating a few people and seeing what works for you. Uh, Crystal says, Chantel's always had that in her. Remember the twerking class? Yes. I, I mean, I know it's in her. We just don't get to see it very often. And it was nice to see that fun side of her. So then we head over to the Dominican Republic. And like I've said, and I'm going to continue to say, Alejandro and Nicole are not really broken up. I don't believe it for one minute. 
at all. And this episode completely convinced me that what my gut is saying is true. The only reason if they are indeed broken up is because Nicole doesn't want to upset the dynamics of her and her mom because she still lives at home and her mom hates Alejandro so much. So it's not that she doesn't want to be with Alejandro. It's she's like on pause because she wants things to be good at home, but she does really want to be with them, but she's super extra dramatic. So she's going to make it super hard for him to get back with her because she knows what's at stake and what's at stake is her relationship in her mind with her mom. Hey, C. Cruz. Hey, girl. Hey. C. Cruz says, it was funny to see River crack up laughing when Chantel said he wants me to clean and I don't want to. So Alejandro shows up at Nicole's job, which again, who just buys a ticket, travels, you know, the distance he traveled from New York to, to the Dominican Republic and then just pops up at her job. I, I, just, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Anyways, he starts a scene. She's like, this is not the place for this. You know, seriously, just get out. She says, I'm not leaving, he says, until we talk. I want to work this out. I want to talk to you. And she's like, you know, damn, I'm at work. <clears throat> Like, why are you doing this? Just get out, just get out, just get out! And he gets all confused. He's not sure why she's so angry. And the co-worker's like, oh, do I need to leave so that you guys can continue fighting? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, the audacity of this dude to show up at his ex's workplace and demand that the co-worker leave her own office? Oh, no. That's what we're not about to do. You're here unannounced, and you're not a guest, and you're not wanted. And you're asking or expecting people to leave to accommodate this little tantrum that you're having? No, thank you. No, thank you. Um, and then this is how I know, again, that I don't believe that they broke up. Because if you're broken up, it's over. You go your way, I'm going my way. But instead, Nicole says that she asked for some time and space. And... That to me is not a definitive breakup. You might be on pause or you might be like, hey, I don't want to talk to you for a couple of days or a couple of weeks. And if that's indeed all you said, give me time and space, then in his mind, you guys are just having a fight and you need some time and space to deal with the fight. You're not actually broken up. You see what I'm saying? It's not a definitive breakup. Yeah, she's thinking that he doesn't listen to her. He, She thinks that um, it, she thinks that he doesn't allow her to think for herself about what she wants to do and all the things. Well, Nicole, are you actually taking this time to think about what you want? Because it sounds to me like the only reason that you don't want to be with Alejandro is because you're scared of your mom. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. I think that you maybe should think about moving out maybe think about living on your own and then having a full-on adult relationship with the guy that you love and then let your mom live her own life and deal with it. And then you guys can have a separate relationship outside of that. But I think that you living at home and then bringing home the dude that your mom hates, yeah, it's going to be stressful for you, but it's also not fair to everyone involved because you're not really making your own decisions. You're allowing your mom to make a decision that you actually really don't want to do. And then you're stringing Alejandro along by saying, hey, I need some time and space. Um, so she doesn't want her mom to know that he's actually in town. Uh, she doesn't want problems with her mom. She doesn't want it, things to go back to how bad they were before. And that just tells me that you're really not thinking for yourself and you're not thinking about your fully adult relationship here. You're thinking about what your mom thinks and what your mom wants, but you're your own person as you continue to show us you are with all the things you do and how dramatic you do it. So then why now can you not stand up and be that same person? Doesn't make sense to me. However, she calls him controlling um, and that she doesn't, he doesn't allow her to think for herself and do all the things. Hey, Marsha, everyone say hi to Marsha. She's the first time viewer. Hello. Hey, girl, hey. Everyone say hi to Marsha. So 
the one of the things he said that I was like, listen here, fool, you're the one that decided to come down to Dominican Republic unannounced on your own. And then you want Nicole. He said he she should be grateful he came to see her from New York City. Are you kidding me right now? I should be what? So I should be grateful that you showed up in my job making a full-on scene, knowing that this is a governmental office. I should be grateful that allegedly we broke up and you come in here stinking up the place with all that cologne that you put on. And then I should be grateful for what exactly? Oh, no. Oh, no. You need to sit down, have several seats, and think about how you're actually trying to work things out with Nicole rather than acting like you're the prize and she should be grateful that you showed up unannounced. Stop it. So <clears throat> Nicole's like, you know what? The relationship is really, it's over because of you. It's over because of the things you do, how controlling you are, that girl that you, you were communicating with in Texas, how you invited her to come see you in New York City, how you go through my phone, all the things, that's why the relationship is over. And he's like, no, you're wrong. The relationship is over because your mom and your brother got involved and they influenced everything that we did and they influenced you. Um, so that's why. And he's like, I'm not going anywhere until we talk. And she's like, I'm not interested in seeing you. I'm not interested in your perf perf perfume. Your perfume is irritating me. And then she put on the performance, you guys, of a lifetime, of a lifetime. I was like, if this girl is not an actor, I don't know what is. She's like, oh, 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 your perfume, it, it's irritating me. It's turning my stomach. It's making me want to oh, 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 puke. She starts acting sick. I was like, oh, wow, you're doing the most. He's like, you've never complained about my, my colognes before. You actually liked my perfumes all the time. And all of a sudden, you're having this crazy reaction. She's like, get off, get off, get off. I can't stand the smell. Get out. Whoa. Okay, Nicole, you're on level 1,000. And the cologne didn't start kicking in bothering you until 10 minutes into the scene all of a sudden you're having these major convulsions wow he's like you know what i'm not leaving the country until we work this things out and she's like you know what i hate surprises i just need you to go i need you to go now i'm about to throw up and then she literally he leaves she literally gets up out of her off of her desk seat and goes to the bathroom and makes it, <clears throat> and she's holding her nose. She's doing all, all the most, all the most. Yes, Crystal. Can we talk about her overreaction to the clone? She ran to the bathroom like she had to vomit. Ridiculous. And Crystal also says she loved the clone before she was doing the most. But I did chuckle. I was like, she. This right here is Oscar worthy. This was the performance of a lifetime. Okay. A performance of a lifetime. Um, so she says in that scene, at the end of the scene, she's nervous that her mom will find out that Alejandro is in town. And that's what this is all about, you guys. This is all about what her mom thinks of Alejandro. It's all about her relationship with her mom. It's all about her mom does not want her to be with this guy, even though she wants to still be with this guy. And so she's trying to preserve that relationship. So what do you guys think? If a family member, no, that's not even good enough. If your parent did not like your significant other, would you end it with them? That is my question to you. If your parent or parents did not like your significant other, would you end the relationship? Let me know in the live chat. Let me know in... Uh, the replay, if you're watching the replay. So we go back to the ATL um, and we find out that, you know, Pedro's like totally into his real estate career. It's all about that. He's putting all the hours in. Hours can be all over the place, according to him. In the morning, you make calls. Afternoon, there's showings of homes. And that night, you're entertaining clients. But what we 
find out too is this Antonella girl, his coworker. They are they're getting closer and closer, and he really likes her. So she gets dropped off by a coworker. Excuse me, she gets dropped off by a client because allegedly her car broke down, and Pedro, after that day is over, offers to drive her home, which I thought was really interesting, right? Because part of what's going on here is Pedro's become very good friend with this girl. He also thinks or knows that Chantel is jealous of his new friendships. He talks about how the Latin community and his new Latin community in the real estate industry is close and he really appreciates that. And I was like, well, I'm glad you appreciate that. And I think that everyone should have, you know, friends outside of their relationships. However, let's not forget who your first and best friend was and only friend for some time was Chantel. And Chantel was always having your back. Chantel was your ride or die. So all of this, like Chantel is jealous business. Well, she wouldn't be jealous if you included her. That's your wife. That's not your girlfriend. That's not your bro. That's not your dude. That's your wife. Your wife. So for you to be saying all this stuff that she's jealous and you have these new friends and all this stuff, well, include her because she's your wife. Include her in your relationship. Include her in in your life and in your new career. And then maybe there wouldn't be an issue. Krista says, I would. My family trusts me and and will give pretty much anyone a chance, but they're actually verbalizing to me that they don't like the person. It's really bad. They usually don't. So that means you would break up with the person, Crystal? Is that what you're saying? If your family didn't like like the person? Um, <clears throat> then he goes on to say that he doesn't think that Chantel knows how to be happy for him. And again... Has he forgotten the previous four years and all the things that she's done to stay with him? She had plenty of family interference. She had plenty of fights with her family. She stuck by her man. So what is he talking about that he doesn't know how to, she doesn't know how to be happy for him. She obviously wants to be happy for him because she did all of this. She, you all got married. You got over a bunch of adversity And she stuck it out with you. And of course she wants you to be happy. You're her husband. And I see her trying in these episodes. And I see you being vindictive and malicious and mean purposely towards her. Even though she's trying to like keep it cool with you. I don't get it. So then he goes on to say that work is his hiding spot and sometimes he doesn't feel like going home. So he tries to like wait till Chantel is asleep before he goes home. You know, he does that 30 minute drive around, maybe catch a drink after work before you go home. He's already doing that. And he's been in his career only for like five minutes. Crystal said, yes, I would. So she would break up with the person if her family didn't like the person, but she said it's usually the other way around. They like the person, even though I'm done with them. That's hilarious. I had a, I, I have an ex boyfriend that my mom really, really liked, and I had broken up with him, but he still was friends with my mom, so he would still call her, right? And he would call her and he call her and he call her, and they'd have this like relationship, whatever. We're not a relationship. If you still have a friendship with her, cool, whatever. But one time I remember I was sleeping. This is still living back home. And my mom literally woke me out of my bed because he called her and said, so-and-so is on the phone. And I was like, you woke me up to tell me that you were talking to so-and-so and that I should talk to them because you, you're you talking to him? Oh, no. Nope. We're not playing that game. So that's funny that it's it's funny how parents do have like some type of, you know, influence on who you're with. And if they really like someone, that person does definitely has it in. (laughs) Yes, Crystal. My mom still invites my ex to family things until I got another dude. And Vanessa says their relationship has broken down a lot in the past year. It has really, really, really has. Um, So then we go back to the Dominican Republic. 
Alejandro is meeting with Karima. So he slid into her DMs, said, hey, you need to help me, help me. I'm trying to win Nicole back. Can I have your phone number? And then she gave it to him. He called her. He's like, can we like meet up? I want to try to win Nicole back. Um, <clears throat> and so they meet up. Karina, Karima's like, hey, listen, Nicole told me about the scene you made at your at her job. And it was not okay. She's suffering. She's crying. You've caused her a lot of pain. She's gone through a lot because of you. You go through her phone. You don't give her freedom. You're too controlling. You check her messages from her friends. I was even scared to send her messages because I don't know who's reading it because you're checking all her messages. And then he's like, oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. She's equally as bad and she has equally bad behavior. I just let it go. Uh, and she doesn't. She holds on to things. And I was like, well, that's not really a way to own up to your mistakes, Alejandro, to say, oh, well, I did it, but she did it too. That's not really saying you've changed and you feel sorry for your actions. That's just placing the blame on the other person as well. And so that's to me shows that, have you really changed? Because I'm still questioning whether you've changed or not. Because you're blaming her instead of owning up to what you've done. That being said, he says that he wants to uh, admit to his mistakes and he wants to change. And Cream is like, well, you know, everyone should have the opportunity to change. And, you know, I know Nicole still loves you, but I kind of don't want Nicole to get back with you. I don't want her to bend. She is determined for this relationship to be over. And if that's what she wants, Cream says, I want to support her. <clears throat> And he's like, well, you know what? I'm trying to be a better man. I'm trying to right my wrongs. I'm trying to work on my trust issues. You know, we're in a long distance relationship. So I have trust issues towards her and really trying to work out all these things. All I need you to do, Karima, is to talk to her and, you know, vouch for me in, in essence is what he wants and he'll do the rest. And she's like, well, I don't know if I'll vouch for you, but I'll tell her that I met up with you and we had this conversation, right? And so we go back to the, we go back to Atlanta and, you know, Pedro's gone because like he said earlier on in the episode, he's spending a lot of time at night away from home just because he doesn't want to be Ron Chantel. So he's working a lot of nights. Chantel will ask him like, what's going on? Like, what time are you going to be home? Like, why are you working so late? And he literally says to her that it's none of her business. How can it be none of her business? That's your fucking wife. Explain that to me. Explain that to me. How is it none of her business? She's wondering where her husband is. Her husband's not coming home at his usual time. So she's asking the question and you're saying it's none of your business. Then whose business is it? That Again, that's not your friend. That's not your bro. That's not your girlfriend. That's your wife. You share a home together. You share a life together. So if it's not her business, then whose business is it? Ridiculous. Like, ridiculous. Like, I don't understand why Pedro's being so mean and vindictive and, and just terrible. Honestly, I just, I'm trying to wrap my mind around this new Pedro because it's not a good look at all. It just doesn't look good on him and I'm not used to it. And it's seemingly coming out of nowhere. Either he has repressed feelings about whatever happened in the DR. He has repressed feelings about not meeting his dad. He has repressed feelings about being away from his family. I don't know. Whatever it is, he has a lot of stuff that it, because it can't just be about cooking and cleaning. Because like I said, I solved that problem in five seconds. Go ahead and hire a cleaning service and boom, problem solved. So it can't just be about that. It has to be about something else because the way you're treating your wife right now and saying she's lazy and all this stuff. Well, are you doing all the things that you're asking her to do? Or do you think it's because it's her womanly, wifely duty? Because if that's the case, then did you guys have that conversation five years ago? Because you've been married to her for some time now. So what's changed? You lived in an apartment. What's changed? Oh, what's changed is that you're both in your professional careers and you're both busy now. So if this is so important for you to have a clean house, then spend a little money and, and have a clean house. Problem solved. So <clears throat> her day's off. He wants her to be cleaning and 
and shopping and cleaning the bathroom and doing household work. He feels like on her day off, and mind you, don't forget, she's a nurse, registered nurse, BSN, working 12-hour shifts back-to-back day in, day in, day in, day in, day in. And then on her day off, she just wants to chill. I don't see a problem with that. But he feels like she's being lazy on her day off. He feels like she'd be, she'd be more productive and be doing all the household chores on her one day off. He comes home. First thing she says to him was, how is work? He goes in off of her. What have you been doing? What did you do all day? Did you clean? Did you do the, the laundry? All the things. And I'm like, she just said, how is your, how is work? And you're going off on a tangent again? Again, not being very nice and being extremely rude to her because of your own expectations all of a sudden. It's not like you guys just got married yesterday. Y'all have been married. Y'all lived together for years. So what's changed, Pedro? <clears throat> Marsha says he found his own thing now. He never really liked Chantel like that, in my opinion. This is years of suppressed feelings. He doesn't need her anymore. Woo! That's deep, Marsha. That's deep. He got his green card. He got his career. And now he's like, peace out. Peace out. And finding reasons to fight with him. Marsha, if that's true, that is so sad. Uh, hey, Tamika. Tamika says, I haven't watched any of this season, but it sounds like Pedro's pushing Chantel away because he wants out. The time has come for him to bring his mom and sister to the U.S. Listen, y'all, between Tamika and Masha, that could all be it. That could all be it. He's like, listen, I got my green card. My two years have already passed. I got a career now, and now I don't need you. Which, if you think about way back in season one, and Mama Karen was like, you know, there are there are those young Dominicans that are fishing for an American to harvest the American dollar. Remember all that? God, I hope it's not that. I really hope it's not that, y'all. I really hope it's not that. Bats, that's what I just said, Sly Cat. Sly Cat. He's making her family's initial concerns about him seem true, right? All of a sudden, you're set for your life, and now you're having problems with your wife, and your problems are easily solved. Like I said, go ahead and get a cleaning service and be done with it. But if it's not that, and you're actually holding like Sly said, uh, like Tamika said, like all of y'all said in the live chat, if it's, hey... I didn't really even want to be here, but now that I'm here I and secure and settled, I don't need to show any type of love to you because I got what I wanted. Like that's, that would be sad to me, you guys. It would be sad if this was all in the end, just a comeuppance, a green card comeuppance. That would be really sad to me. <sighs> so sad. So, he starts in on her about not being productive on her day off. And like she said, she's a nurse. Three days, 12-hour shift. The fourth day, she wants to rest. He says she's lazy for resting that day. And so she walks out. She's like, you know what? I need space from you. And he follows her out. And he's talking about how he liked when they were grinding together. Um, and you know, they were really working it out, but you guys aren't on the grind. You guys are both in your careers now, Pedro. So you, in your mind have to realize that things have shifted. You guys can still have goals and aspirations, but you guys are in your careers. So in your careers is a little bit different than you working at a warehouse and her being at school. She's now a nurse. And if you don't know how hard a nursing job is and you can't respect that, then that's on you, Pedro. You've been a real estate agent for five minutes in a career for, for four minutes. So <clears throat> Chantel's like, when did you stop respecting me? You treat me like I'm annoying and you're annoyed by me. And he's like, well, you are annoying. And she's like, well, you're acting just like your father. You're treating me poorly and disrespecting women. I'm a woman and you're disrespecting me. And that's exactly what your dad did. Your dad disrespected your mom. He disrespected her, his mistress. 
He disrespected every all the women that was in his life, and you're doing the exact same thing, which totally pissed Pedro off. He walks away from her, and <clears throat> she follows him, and she starts screaming, you don't love me, you don't like me, just say it, just say it, just say it. And he's like, I've already said it. And I was like, wow. Wow, that's telling. So then he calls her lazy to her face again and she just, she just leaves. He's, and I, my note says he's being so mean to her, like over the top mean that I don't really even understand like where all this animosity is coming from. And you know, maybe it is pent up animosity that he feels like he can freely say. I think maybe perhaps too, he's trying to break the relationship so that he can indeed walk away and be like, it wasn't my fault. She's the one that walked away from me, even though he's the one that's been a complete jerk towards her. Chantel talks about how she doesn't want to lose her marriage. She loves him, even though he's treating her like shit right now. They've been through too much together. She really just doesn't understand what's happening. Um, and she's, she even says, it can't be because I'm not cooking or cleaning. There has to be more there. And it's either he doesn't love her anymore or he doesn't want to be with her anymore. That's the vibe. Abigail says it's resentment. Crystal says, I think the dad comment was a bit too soon. I mean, he's a jerk, but I wouldn't take it that forgiven the situation. Yeah, I mean, that was a little below on Chantel, but I, I think she was hurting, right? She was lashing out because he's been lashing out at, at her this whole time. So, <clears throat> doesn't want to lose her marriage, but She's like, I can't take it. So she shows up at River's house. Um, and, you know, she's clearly being tense, clearly being vague. Something is going on. She doesn't want to tell River because she doesn't want to tell any of her family really that there are issues in her relationship. So River tries to lighten the mood and says, you know, no bad vibes in here. Let's have some drinks. Let's just chill as brother and sister and just like relax. And... River knows that something drastic is going on, but he just doesn't know what it is. So he tries to ask her, but he also knows that he can't ask questions because she doesn't like to be asked questions about her relationship. So instead she tells, she tells him that Pedro wanted her to clean the house and she didn't want to. So she left, which was such a surface answer. So you had a fight. Your husband said he wanted you to clean. You didn't want to. So you left but this is how tense you are because of it. Obviously we can all see through that, that line that you're saying, that excuse that you're giving, because it's not that, it's obviously more than that, but you don't want to talk about it. And so she didn't want to talk about it to a degree. She's like, you know, I don't even want to drink. I just want to lie down and go to sleep. And she spends the night on River's couch. We go back to the Dominican Republic. Uh, Cream and Nicole are meeting up. Cream tells Nicole that Alejandro reached out to her, called her, they met up. And, you know, he's looking for help. He's in getting back with Nicole. He's sorry. He wants to show he's changed. Um, and Nicole wasn't having it. Nicole was like, no, fuck that. I don't want anything to do with him. I don't want to see him. Um, you know, my mom doesn't like him. And I don't want to have problems with my mom. And again, my note says, sounds like she's not with him because of her mom only. Not saying that she doesn't want to be with him because he's a terrible person or that was a terrible relationship. She doesn't want to be with him because she doesn't have problems with her mom. And again, I'm like, when are you going to have a backbone and be your own person? You can't live your life for your mom for your entire life. Yes, your parents can guide you. But at, at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. And that's my opinion about this. I don't understand where she's going to go from this. And I've already said this in previous shows. I think that her mom and her have a very codependent relationship. And I think that, that Lydia lives vicariously through Nicole and expects a lot of Nicole, which, you know, her, she's the mom. I get that. But to the extent that Nicole can't then make her own decisions, we're talking about being controlling and she's saying Alejandro is controlling. Her mom is just controlling if she can't allow her daughter to make her own decisions and stumble 
but learn from stumbling and get back up. But if the only reason you're not with Alejandro is because your mom doesn't like him, that's saying a lot to me. Uh, Sly Cat said, I saw how Pedro looked at that girl in his office, and it was a look that can lead to problems for his marriage. 100% facts. He's also spending time with her um, alone at night. He's also saying how close that they're getting. Those are the first signs, especially when there's a problem with a relationship. If there's a problem with a relationship and you're not communicating to your significant other, and then you're seeking outside attention, and then you start forming a bond with someone that is outside of your marriage during a tumultuous time in your relationship, it can cause a problem, right? Because all of a sudden, that other person that's not in your marriage is bringing the things that that your marriage used to bring to you. So then you're thinking the grass is greener on the other side. So it absolutely can lead to problems for his marriage. But Pedro should know better because Pedro's not using his words to communicate to his wife what indeed is his problem. Instead, he's telling her, it's none of your business. So I blame Pedro because Chantel has been reaching out and reaching out and reaching out. Like, what's the problem? Tell me, tell me what's the problem. Let's sit down and talk about the problem. And he's like, no, you're lazy. It's my problem. It's none of your business. All the things to shut her out and shut her down. How do you fix something if someone doesn't allow you to the opportunity to fix it or even tell you what the issue is, right? So then finally we get to see Mama Karen because I love me some Mama Karen. Can't wait till you come on my show, Mama Karen. Can't wait. In the meantime... She's practicing, and I don't even know if I'm going to say this right. I don't know. Some type of martial arts. She's been practicing it for a month. She's in a full-on kimono. She says it helps her relax and come to her chi and her energies and all of that stuff. And I love that when Mama Karen does something, she does it 100% because she was in full-on outfit doing her the whole thing. I loved it. Loved it. Go on to find out that one of her goals in the next 10 year and her 10-year plan is she hopes to one day open a dojo and become a sensei. And I was like, I did not know that about you. You started doing martial arts a month ago and now you're like, let me just do this. Let me open a dojo. Let me be a sensei. All the things. Go ahead, Mama Karen. I am not mad at you. Didn't know that that was a goal and dream of yours, but I'm not mad at you. You already have the kimono, so go ahead and ha handle your business. <laughs> handle your business, Mama Karen. River comes over um, to talk to Mama Bear about Chantel and what happened the night before, how Chantel came over, was upset, slept on the couch, tells her the whole nine yards, as you know, that family, as they would, right? Because they all tell each other's business to each other. And <clears throat> gives the excuse that Pedro gave to Chantel, that Chantel gave to River saying she left because Pedro wanted her to clean up and she didn't want to. And then Karen said, I wish a man would. I wish a man would come to tell me to clean up in my own house when the mess is usually their mess. I wish a man would. And then she had her fighting gloves on. She put a fist up. I was like, I just, you know what? That's it. That's, that's all I needed. That 30 seconds with Mama Karen was all the entertainment I needed for the entire episode. Sea ah. Cruz, Karen is living her best life. Facts. And Crystal says, doesn't she have a sword? I believe she does have a sword. And Masha said, and she did have some boots on with the kimono and a fedora. I love it. I love... Marsha, you can't make that stuff up. I couldn't even think of putting all that together, but that's what I love about Mama Karen. She is her own person, and I, I'm here for it. <clears throat> I am here for it. So River's like, hey, I'm going to head over to Pedro's and find out like what's going on, what's happening, right? 
and Mama Karen says, I'm coming too. And she puts on these work gloves, you guys, these gloves she puts on. And River's like, what are you doing? You don't need those gloves. Like, Mom, let me lead. Sometimes, you know, you take things over the top and you're doing too much. Like, let me lead this. You know, Pedro and I have developed a really good relationship now. Like, I don't need you to be doing all of that. And she's like, I don't care. I am going to get to the bottom of this. If it's the last thing I do, and she puts a fist up and I just, you guys, I fell out. I fell out. Only Mama Karen can do stuff like that. And I fell all the way out. And let me tell you, Mama Karen kept her, her kimono on. She kept her cowboy boots on. She grabbed this bag that was probably this big, the size of a duffel bag, like it was preloaded for this exact situation. And she was ready to go. She was ready to go. She grabbed that bag and they were out the door. I loved it. So in the preview, we're seeing that um, Winter's on another date with Chris. They're like indoor rock climbing. And you hear Chris talk a little bit. And like I said, she loves her some Africans. And I'm not mad at her. Us Africans are adorable. <laughs> Uh, anyhow, y'all, that's the season. That's the episode. Oh, I'm reading a thing. So that's the episode. I loved it. You guys make sure to like and subscribe to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, I will be back tomorrow with more shows and more shows. Crystal says, I'm still not over Mama Karen dancing in the mask on River's Instagram. Oh, you guys, if you didn't see that, that was priceless. That was that was a few years ago, but that shit was hilarious. She came out with a full on, like it was like a, I don't know, a mask with like crazy hair and she was dancing. And you didn't know who it was at first. And then she pulls the mask off. And of course it's Mama Karen. I love Mama Karen. I love a Mama Karen because she is all personality and I'm here for all personality. Guys, thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.